Welcome to the last night's recap, and this is the first episode, and um, we call it the Four Horsemen. I think it's suitable, isn't it? Who's here? No one's here. Johan's here. Martin's here. Hey, Matt's here. Hey, Kurt over here. Oh my God, it has to be a really large distance between us. (laughs) But it is, isn't it? (laughs) Anyways. um, I think it's an ocean apart. Well, yeah. yeah, that's true. Where are you, Kurt? Um, right now, I'm in Atlanta. Okay, cool. So, why are you there? Um, I just recently moved over here. Okay, cool. So, so who are you? Well, I'm Kurt, and I'm from uh, originally from Belgium, and um, I uh, I'm a teacher, so I teach from two and a half to sixty five plus. Okay, that's cool. So, uh, what? Why did you go to Atlanta? I mean, the Super Bowl is there, so I, I understand why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just for this weekend, and I'll return. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, uh, my wife's from over here, so uh, I moved to be with her. Okay, that's nice. Um, anyone else that has a, a question for Kat? To, we'd like to... How cold <laughs> is it? Uh, over here, it's, no, over here, it's not super cold. It's not Boston, Chicago, or of those colds over here so we're not in a vortex it's just out of um, it's fake news these days so what can we trust yeah well the sun is out right now over <laughs> here so uh it's actually the warmest part of the day you'll get to like four degrees celsius not fahrenheit oh that's cool i heard another voice there that's matt isn't it hey yeah matt here yeah so who are you then uh i'm matt i'm i'm a, a university lecturer in south wales um yeah teaching teachers how to teach how to teach how to teach how do you teach how to teach well kind of show them a different way of doing things so pretty traditional up to now and then looking at how technology might be able to help them in the classroom oh that's cool yeah so anyone else has a question there's someone that's like i don't know uh, touching themselves or anything because it's a lot of great things (laughs) You know, it's, it's like, probably, what are you it's doing? probably against my beard, actually. Oh, yeah, is it? My so, microphone against my beard. How many people in here has beards? Must not be cold over there, then. So do you have a beard, Martin? No. You have I beard. do have a beard, yes. It's, yeah, me it's, too, uh, actually. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I've, I've just passed puberty, so it's it's starting. Okay, that's cool. Matt? Yeah, I've got a beard, yeah. I grew it, I grew it for going oh, to Sweden brilliant. last year. So. Oh, brilliant. That's cool. Martin, tell us about your beard. Yes. Well, my beard has been with me since I was, well, since I Two. passed puberty. So it's been about 40 <laughs> years. Yeah. yeah, I came, came out with a beard. It only started growing grey when, when I turned seven. It was just ridiculous. It was it was that kind of way. I, I, I shaved it off one day, didn't like it, and it grew back the next, so it was fine. It oh, was, um, you just yeah. said But that. my beard is... Um, yeah, yeah, my beard is uh, my beard is becoming a staple, uh, more so because it gets stuck to everything. Um, so, <laughs> okay, so who are you then? So I'm Martin Coots. I am a uh, teacher up here in the northeast of Scotland, uh, just a little town outside Aberdeen. Um, I originally started as a secondary teacher with kids from eleven to eighteen, and now I work with. Uh, all teachers and all staff um, and show them the best way to use technology in their uh, teaching and learning practice. Oh, that sounds lovely. Especially it is. It's it quite is rewarding. where you are. 
it's a nice part of the world. It's a it's a nice part of the world, especially it's we're not quite into the four degrees. That's summer for us, uh, Kurt. When it goes into when it goes <laughs> above zero, that's that's generally tops off weather for us. Um, but this morning we woke up and it was minus ten, and about ten fourteen miles down the road was actually the lowest recorded temperature in the UK since two thousand and twelve. Just about 10 minutes down the road. Oh, it's incredible. I just have one word for you. Sweden. Baltic. Sweden. 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 <laughs> yeah. You can talk about your minuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won't say yeah, anything this is more. True. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Johan. Um, I'm from Sweden. And I used to teach uh, secondary, I would say. And uh, now I moved into change management for a municipality. But as we know, uh, municipalities are um, a major part is actually schools. So I work a lot with schools and uh, trying to make their lives better, if that's possible. So that's it's me. It's a nice vision. I like yeah. It. I'm going to try. <laughs> that's all we can do. So I think uh, one of the things to remember about this, guys, is obviously we have connections to schools and pupils and teachers and organisations. But the whole point of this show is that all of our opinions are our own. Would you agree with that? It, yeah, definitely. You know, it's a scary thought, but they are. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they're not even my own. I loved it when you said <laughs> before, Martin, uh, or Kurt said, there's no facts. and you said, We just say hopes and dreams here. So that's what it is. <laughs> 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 Anyways, that's uh, thank you, Martin. That was no really problems. cool because uh, we need to remember that, and we'll have uh, quite a lot of discussions on this uh, podcast. And we hope that a lot of people chime in. And I will tell you more about that later. But I would like to hear from our friend Kurt across the pond uh, because he's been thinking about why we we're here. Actually, us four. So. Um, Take it away, Kurt. No, I'm just kidding. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so why we're here? Well, that's a deep, deep question. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll have a look at what. what I mean, the podcast. Not, yeah, yeah, just, the podcast. Just focus oh, on okay. why the four of us are here, not, not the bigger picture. Yeah. <laughs> to bring so, peace. To, uh, <laughs> I think there's a lot of people asking why the four of us are here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right, like, right at this point, or not? Like, we haven't seen the viewing figures yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is show one place. Yeah. <laughs> They probably we, turned it off. We don't already. record live. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. Okay, sorry, man. Yeah. No, no. We had an idea of um, there's these um, Apple Edu chats happening at, on uh, Teacher Tuesdays uh, every Tuesday, and um, that's why we do last night recaps for people who might have missed them because they're happening um, in what they say EMEA, Europe, Middle East, Africa, India, and in the Americas. So we just wanted to like catch up and, and pull out a few of those questions and see what was going on, what the buzz was all about on Twitter and um, give you that, the things you definitely need to know after, uh, after these chats. Yeah, and I think it's important also that we'll um, discuss different parts of uh, questions that come up. So maybe some things are not really stressed enough and maybe we have 
people coming in and also people that were hosting the, the chats or, or coming up with the questions could actually visit the podcast. That would be really cool and see why they're asking these questions. Yeah. Um, and in between, uh, do some like like fun things, like um, questions with Matt. Um, yeah, the professor. I've got a jingle coming up, right? <laughs> I've got a jingle for that. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I was worried. Uh, word of the day with uh, Word of the day with Martin. Um, oh, yes. How are things Trans- hanging in Sweden? Um, yes, all kinds of rubrics. <laughs> it's hanging, my friend. It's hanging. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that's cool. Um, so uh, let's move on. <laughs> Stop laughing. Okay. Sorry. See you soon, guys. <laughs> okay, now we're coming to the interesting part, actually, of this podcast. There's All the segments in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, the segments before. I'm suddenly sweating with pressure. <laughs> so, um, actually, I'm uh, turning it over to Martin uh, in EMEA. This yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, this might be the section of the podcast where people skip. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> EMEA and the Americas both host an Apple EduChat, so hashtag Apple EduChat every Tuesday. And for the EMEA chat, it happens at 8 p.m. GMT. And Kurt will tell you a little bit more about the Americas in a, sec- in a second. What usually happens is we have one or two hosts who come up with a topic. Um, they come up with six questions, and everyone who's involved gives their answers to the questions. Uh, it, the host also acts as a kind of anchor where they're kind of keeping the chat going. At the end of it, either myself or Miriam Walsh um, will tweet out a summary. So we use a, a website and an app called Wakelet, where we take all of the um, all of the tweets that have been assembled between 8 p.m. GMT and 9 p.m. GMT to actually summarize the chat. And there's a kind of bank of these all existing where people can, where people can go back and look at previous chats. So how do you post your tweet? Do you have like a hashtag that you run or yeah, you so send a direct message or whatever? No, the way that the, the tweets are posted is that um, the host will come up with the questions we will create the graphic. The host schedules the questions to go out at certain times. And what oh. you do is to see everything, you just go under the, the, the hashtag AppleEduChat that the, um, the at AppleEdu Twitter account has us, has us use if we're, if we're wanting to, to chat about all of, these, um, all of these sort of different topics and things that we want to do. And then the graphics are made, the hosts tweet them out. There is a graphic with each of, the ho- with each of, each of them and uh, the, the chat is just based on that question. And what people do, so Q1, and then people have to respond with A1 and the hashtag. Then it's uh, okay. easier for people, they just, they'll just search for the hashtag and they'll oh. just see everything that's coming up. It's, it's kind of putting Twitter to work other than having this sort of massive big streaming timeline. If you pin it down with your hashtag, you can actually go into certain sections, as we all know. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Um, so let's get rolling, I think. Uh, when cool. was this one, the first one? So this one, this one was uh, uh, the, the first one that we had. Well, we had one starting back at the, the start oh, of 2019. Okay. But the most recent one we had was uh, um, on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday night, and it was uh, Ruben uh, Bennett Santos and uh, Carlos Garcia, and mm. they were um, doing a chat all on gamification and learning. 
um, which broadly means game-based learning, but I just thought that word gamification in learning just sounded absolutely awesome uh, for cool. people to hear. And they came up with some, they came up with great, uh, six great questions. So if you like, I'll, I'll kick it off with question one. Um, oh, yeah. you can just, so question one was, was quite a nice straightforward one. Um, which apps do you use for gamification and why? Um, you know, what do, what do people use their, their apps for? So what I thought I might do is, uh, obviously it was a busy week for everybody. I don't think you guys had a chance to answer. What do you, what apps do you like to use for gamification? Oh, good Ooh. question. That's a good question. Yeah. So I will say my, my son came home recently and, um, introduced me to a times table app that times table rock stars he's just started using nice. and, I, and i was a little bit you know i hate to say it but i was kind of of the view of traditional times tables learning was it was fine you know it's just memorizing it like a song and, and it works mm-hmm. yeah but he just loved this app and in two days he was trying to earn coins to sort of build his rock star up and everything. And then when I came home, chatted to him about his six times tables and he knew them all. And I was like, wow, that's just overnight kind of this success of the gamification of his times tables, something that we've tried to get him interested in for, for years, but he just, you know, just wasn't interested. And then two days of playing a game and he's, he's mastered his six times tables. It's cool. So yeah. So what do you think the um what do you think the reason for that? Obviously you and you and Mrs. P have been trying to get him into his times tables with varying success, but what do you think was was what do you think was the, the, the thing that clicked for him this time that, that, that got him into learning these timetables in a way that you never thought before? I think it was just that instant reward. Just that instant reward and, and like you know, times tables can be pretty boring. It's just one that oh, yeah. you just have to know sort of thing and and so I think, you know, as much as we tried to make it fun doing it in all different silly ways and stuff. Mm-hmm. this was something that yeah he could just spend some time on the ipad doing and it was productive time and then he got to have a little bit of a play and then when he wanted to sort of play more he had to earn more coins and i don't know it just it just seemed to work um yeah that kind of reward for work awesome yeah yeah it's funny you mentioned that instant reward that that seemed to be uh, a theme that that came up throughout uh, the chat that we had on Tuesday was that a lot of people were saying that pupils were were instantly engaged because they were getting that instant feedback. It was almost as if it was, you know, you're just preaching to the converted when it comes to times table being boring. I mean, when I was teaching <laughs> secondary, I was teaching maths. You know, it's a, a secondary math teacher, so I know exactly what it's like. Um, and one of the the apps that that my kids like to use is Hit the Button, which kind of does the kind of does the same thing, and it is this kind of this instant reward, knowing whether they're right or wrong, um, which I think is a, a big, big part of it. Cool. But the, the thing is just that when you when you say that, it, everyone brings up, I think, or there's a big discussion now around the world with that instant gratification thing, uh, if it's a good or a bad thing. And of course, that's very black or white thing yeah. to say, but... But uh, what do you think, guys? Like, in, in, in games, should it be like that is there any is there any reason for not have instant gratification should things be boring and you just have to do it See, we've at had, any time we've at had that conversation time. i think we've had that conversation before and i've had that that chat with people saying yeah but, but sometimes life just isn't fun and and sometimes life is boring and you need to cope with that and then my mm-hmm. kind of response is yeah but does it have to be boring yeah, like is that yes. a, a, is that what we're saying like life 
Like, yeah, that's twenty five percent of your life is going to be boring. So just get used to it. And I'm thinking, actually, we should aspire to better than that, shouldn't we? Can it not be fun all the time? Wouldn't that be it's a great a, world to live in? It's a pretty pessimistic view, isn't it? If people yeah. are constantly looking to be disappointed. I get yeah, the reality, definitely. I get the reality yeah. of saying, you know, sometimes things are boring. You just got to get them done. But you know, maybe but telling life kids bo- that that you yeah. know, life is going to be pretty boring for big periods of time. So stop having fun now and be bored, so that you know how to be bored. You know, it's, yeah, just know. just accept it. Yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, things that are gratifications are are on different level. So yeah. that's why I think as well, taking off the box uh, with something that I need to do, but actually don't want to do it also gives me gratification but then i then what i think you should learn or this is my view is that there are small steps Uh, if you get gratification in small steps it's not too much and that's how you gradually handle something that is boring as well or hard or whatever so that's what we need to teach them that's my opinion anyway so Gratification is good as long as it's in small steps, um, even if the whole thing could be boring or, you know, so to to find out the way to go to make it the best way for you. Is that, yeah, could, I think, you, could you say it like that? Yeah, I think one of the things that I always take it back to is, you know, the, the, the conversation over final year exams and end of year exams and last leaving certificate exams and all of these types of things you look at the you look at the stress that they play on to to youngsters and students and and pupils because they're getting themselves worked up because they're not getting they're having to wait you know they're having to their all their hopes are pinned on this one assessment they're not getting the feedback right away so they're then stressing for two three months worrying about what their results are going to be like and it's Mm -hmm. almost as if 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 we if we show them how to well a that failure isn't always a bad thing, you know. No, it's if not, you're yeah. if you're playing an app like this and you're getting it wrong, what's the first thing you do? You go back and try it again, and yeah. you keep trying until you get it right. And you know you'll get you'll always get that one kid that will just tap every that will just tap every button and, and until they get the eventual one, then they'll be like, yes, to be quick, to be three attempts, but I got it right. You know exactly, and that's what I mean with uh, small attempts, you know, small steps, because yeah. then the investment is not that big emotionally or whatever, you know. So um, yeah, it's a big question. Did did you get any answers from people on the Twitter feed? Uh, what do they use? What's the most? Yeah, a lot of the. I mean, um, a, a lot of people went down the sort of the one that we all know. You know, Quizlet, Kahoot, Socrative, um, all of these types. So all of these quiz based apps. And one of the um, the one of the things that comes back from these is that that pupils are able to have this kind of games based approach to the the learning that they're taking part in, either creating quizzes on their own or taking part in quizzes that the class teacher has, has set forward. Socrative, for example, is a really great one because it can build in teams. It can build in quiz. The, I think it's um, Space Race, it's called, if memory serves. And you can, you can have the unicorn fight. You know, there's nothing to say that a unicorn racing a, a rocket ship isn't fun. I mean, that's always, <laughs> that's always going to be fun to see whether the unicorn or the spaceship will get there first because we know it's going to be the unicorn but it's nice to see that journey and it's nice to see that approach that it takes and even you know there was a um sari lanto uh, had a, an absolutely brilliant response where she says um she actually uses keynote and she says if you create links into the right and wrong answers you can actually oh, yeah, yeah. you can actually just build this interactive quiz document into into keynote i thought that was quite a 
Um, I thought that was quite a, a, a unique answer to take, quite a good spin on it to take. Um, it's quite is, nice, quite actually. Good. Yeah. And yeah, actually, like if, you, if you think about ga- games and gamification, it's, it's so funny that we come up with it again right now. Because if you think about, uh, now I'm getting boring and a bit nerdy here, because uh, <laughs> for those people who doesn't know, I have a... Time to skip. No, skip this. Just wake me up when he's done. <laughs> Um, I am um, a thing for biology um, and I have a PhD in behavior biology and actually if you think about how does all mammals learn okay no one knows the question so you're going to by repetition (laughs) repetition and what do they do so so puppies what do they do they play look darn cute they play (laughs) Am I right or am I right? Exactly. You are right. Do you they understand what right. I'm saying? So yes, from absolutely. a biological point of view, yeah. all, all, if you look at all mammals um, that have more social um, behavior or structures, all the kids play. Mm-hmm. And that's the way to learn how to be an adult. So it's very funny how we don't really embrace that. And it should be a given to me, actually. What I always find quite interesting about school is when we, I mean, we all have youngsters around us at some point or another. And when they're, when they're very, very little youngsters, how do they learn? How do they learn how to put shapes into holes? They play. They play with their toys. Yeah, their toys exactly. are stacking toys. Their toys are, you know, it's feel, feeling play. It's all of that. And even, you know, messy play was a, is a big thing that's, that's yeah. come out over the past. But it's when they get into primary one, when they start, when they start, you know the first part of their school they're taught to sit let's get desk, serious the, let, uh. that's it the, the fun the fun the fun kind of goes and it's fun is scheduled we will have we have a thing here um with with youngsters up to primary four which is around eight years old called golden time which mm-hmm. is uh which is at one time of the week yeah, where 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 fun is scheduled this will be the fun time of the week <laughs> that's so, incredible isn't that's it? so what it, so what do all the kids want to do they want to they get graded golden time yeah, it's um, it's, you need a teacher who's uh, qualified in Golden Time, Kurt. That's the. Oh, yeah. That's a, I'm a Golden um, Time teacher. Golden, golden Time. That's golden why it's so funny. That's the biggest use of iPad. Yeah. Yeah. That's as it all, man. That's it. I mean, yeah. when I was uh, attending school, you know, in the Stone Ages, we had something in Sweden called the Funny Hour. Okay. Which is the same. You know, it's like you can do whatever you want, go up and sing, do whatever. And is that where you learn to dance? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Okay. I, I think now we should skip. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's so funny how uh, behavior is, uh, what do you say, blocked. Yeah, uh, yeah scared. That should be, yeah, and should be very natural, actually. Anyways, um, that's cool. I was just yeah, I was I was just wanting to go to to one last. I mean, obviously we had six questions, and and we'll put a, a link out Maybe to the we'll... wakelet. Yeah, there was just one last question that I wanted to chat to you guys about because cool. the answer that came up was very it was it was consistent across across the board, and it was the third question which was asking about video games. Now, a lot of people went down the route of no, I don't use video games. Or video games are for, but a lot of people said that they use Minecraft. And I've seen Minecraft is is especially with my own son, um, his kind of creativity that comes out in terms of Minecraft. And what I was wanting to ask you guys was: is Minecraft just this generation's kind of 
Tetris um, where it teaches them how things link together and it's kind of fun and it does things or does Minecraft actually have a place in numeracy skills, design skills? Is there a way that, that Minecraft can kind of shape creativity in a way that we haven't seen before? I'd say yes, but but yeah. with most things in the hands of the right uh, educator to be able to mm-hmm. use it in that way because it can easily just be uh, fill your time with being yeah, yeah, creative like and that's great, left. but yeah. But yeah, thinking, you know, what, you know, do you know the area of the building you've made, or, you know, and that's just clever questioning because it doesn't, yeah. have to, doesn't have to become boring for the kids. But, but there is a danger, like with anything, we've seen it ourselves with iPads. You give an iPad to a kid, doesn't mean they're going to learn. No. You give an iPad to a kid with a teacher who knows how to use it, and and they can do amazing things. So, so yes and no. I think, you know, Minecraft can be a a time waster it could be a, a a really beneficial way to develop a good understanding of area and shape etc so yeah cool i mean i i think that video games in itself can teach you th- certain things mm-hmm. it's just that you have to mind how it's uh, how much you use it and, and things like that and that's from another point of view um it's like if it takes time from something else that's yeah. important then maybe you should regulate how much but there are certainly um you know video games that teach social collaboration um you know uh, uh, logic thinking mm-hmm. and and more things like that that really really helps out and, and develop the child i think and i've got a i've got a colleague actually a little bit of an aside on this because it's a slightly different concept but i had a colleague mm-hmm. who has got a son who played video games all of his childhood, always sat playing on his PlayStation or Xbox, whatever it was. And she was sort of reminiscing the other day saying, oh, I always used to tell him, you know, stop playing on that computer game. You're never going to get a job playing games. Is he a game and designer? No, he's a, he's a drone pilot. Oh, <laughs> because, oh that's because that. he's got that fine motor skill with his, with his thumbs and he's actually, course, yeah. you know, flies drones for a living and he's, he's really good at it. Um, get, you know, working for, for huge companies doing massive jobs. Um, yeah. You know, and he's a professional drone pilot, and you just think, and she just kind of looked and went, "Yeah, he probably got the last laugh there." Yeah, and uh, it's probably, things, isn't it? You know, you don't <laughs> talk know about what, what yeah. other skills are they learning? You know, talk about a job that didn't exist ten years exactly, ago. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Prime example. Definitely. No, I think that's cool, and I think that's a much bigger question as well. Uh, you know, with the ethics and the times and all that, yeah. and we'll do another podcast on that probably. Um, sometime <laughs> cool. so let's go on martin uh let's do uh maybe two more questions from yeah emea and then go to america's for a bit and then yeah. um otherwise i think people yeah, sure. will fall asleep i yeah, think so long. i think so so i'll probably just um i'll probably just kind of finish it off with it a lot of them were people describing their their own um experiences what experiences have you, have you had what hurdles have you encountered that um but that's something that I was want to to talk about um, as to why something like Apple EduChat is is beneficial. Um, for me, one of the main reasons that I get into this whole using technology in a bigger way. I mean, everybody who who knows me knows that I'm I'm kind of a a massive geek. I try to oh, hide shit. it. Yeah, no. I try to, what? I, I try to hide it. It's it's a part of my it's a part of my personality that I don't like to I don't like to share. I with think you, your beard them. must grow longer. Than <laughs> <I don't. laughs> yeah, for every second that you speak, mate. <laughs> but one of the things that actually got me that that actually improved my practice and got me 
sharing examples more was through when it was called um, when it was called ADE chat and it was iPad Ed for a long time, um, mm-hmm. and that's actually where you know that's where our, our relationship you know the four of us is is, is kind of grown from, yes, uh, mm-hmm. albeit the outside of that now we've kind of grown a lot a lot closer. But what has it been for you? What why do you think something like Twitter, social media? The, the kind of social aspect of that, why is it that that has such a profound impact on your own personal um, professionalism and your own practice? What has been the sort of the, the biggest takeaway that social media has done for, for you guys? Isn't it the same thing? Isn't it the same as gamification? Isn't it that instant kind of feedback on a thought or an idea? You know, you, you stick it out there to a community of people who are like-minded and you respect mm. their kind of thought process as well. And Get when out my head, says, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and when someone says, "Yeah, that's a great idea. I like that. I'm going to try that myself." It kind of, you know, it's it's that instant gratification for us as adults. You know, nothing changes. We still like to know that we're making sense or doing good things. And I think when you have a community, wherever it might be, whatever the hashtag is, but you've got that network of people who who are kind of that trusted person, yeah, it's going to have a huge impact. Think- and then you build these relationships on the back of it. You know. Yes. I don't think you can forget that that collaboration part. I think the fact of using social media is that you you bump into people afterwards, um, like in real life. Yeah. Like I was just at FETC this week, and then you've got people who walk up to you and say, "Hey, I follow you on Twitter, and um, um, you shared this. Could you explain that now?" So. You can yeah, why did you say that, Kurt? Why did you say <laughs> know, that? Right? Where's my sticker? It's, <laughs> yeah. my, it's my own personal opinion. And, uh, <laughs> you I promise. let me do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I think that's a, that's a very important part. Um, I, I do want to, like, um, if we're, like, asking questions at each other, because um, I was at a school, and um, they are about to open up one of the biggest esports gymnasiums where um, like hundreds of uh, people can come and watch. And we're talking about esports Olympics and all of that. Mm. And, and we're not Ooh. touching on that. And I know video games always get that really bad when they show sh- shooting games and all of that. And, mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. for fun. And, and we're talking about all the, the good things from it. Like, I mean, I remember yeah. I'm a big FIFA player. So I learned all my countries and flags and national anthems and, and players <laughs> and stuff like that from, from that. Yeah. So, okay. um, as a big industry of esports is already here for years and, and the yeah. general public is just getting to know it. Like, yeah, the what thing do you is, guys think? Yeah. My, a colleague of mine, he's a really a gamer and he he's into everything, Japanese games and, and all that, that you do. Mm-hmm. And actually, he was—he's watching all these esports, and and I actually went by his desk, and he—he he was watching something, and he said, "Oh, this is uh, pretty cool. Do you want to see it?" And actually, it was a, a a big event where they were raising money for cancer, and they mm-hmm. were doing—I uh, think they were up to five million dollars just wow, for yeah, right. one event. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> That's a lot of money. That's when, crazy. Yeah, so that was pretty cool as well. So, uh, anyways, so and that's that's good things in there because you've got team leaders playing with mm-hmm. those teams, so they're coordinating, they're collaborating yeah. together. There's a lot of skills in there, and I mean, yeah. they're playing games. I know Fortnite um, or League of Legends, things like that, don't yeah. always get the the best uh, reputation in education. 
Um, I think that's more down to the fact. I think we're, we're yeah. I, I think the the reason for that, you know, I know myself. I I'm a I'm a massive fan of games, but games for the right age for the right kid. I think definitely, with, definitely. I think the issue with Fortnite is a lot of parents let let children who are. Fortnite has a recommended age of fourteen plus, and yeah. I know I know kids as young as nine, definitely, and even in some cases even younger. But there's certainly kids who are who are around me that are nine years old who are playing Fortnite. That's always a danger with that. But yeah. yeah. I love the I love the collaboration. I love the team building aspect of 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 esports. We used to we used to run a league at, at my old school um, where it was it was an old PlayStation Two, and so that's oh. how far back this is going. It was a PlayStation Two, and maybe you have to explain that for our younger listeners. What that <laughs> yeah, so, so right now there's a four, pro four, four there's a three, and before three there was a two. Uh, uh. I don't um, even know. It's a back, in, back in the days where you had to push uh, carts into that. Thing, yeah, you had to put a CD. Already? It was a CD. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah. With a loading tray. I've actually got one. Um, didn't, those I'll, contro- I'll... didn't those controllers used to actually have a wire that was plugged in? They did. Oh, plugged they in. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Sit, like, yeah. within yeah. <laughs> Your game well. saved. Exactly. Your game saved with them, Matt. Remember, yeah. you had to have a cartridge. That... Yeah. So I had, I had like a shoebox full of, <laughs> well, I had another shoebox. But the shoebox that I'm talking about had cartridges that were that um had save data on them and it was kind of like right yeah. how far was i through oh, this game right. and i had to I had to plug it into to see how far it was but we used to play a a, a it was um it was a racing game um it was what was it Crash need, bandicoot need for speed carbon that's oh. what it was ah. um so we used to play we used to play this but we had people who would take over so it would be it was just at the time of the, the the Fast and Furious was getting really sort of popular at the movies, when it ever was popular, I don't know. But the, the cars were racing against each other, and whoever lost came off, and their teammate had to take over. And it was all it was it was all this way of kind of building teams, and the next team would progress with this chart and everything. It was awesome. Um, it was, but that was very much that was very much an, a a digital skill for an analog age. I think probably. Oh, it wasn't online. It was all. It was all done within the class. There was no online sharing of it. At that point, Twitter was still. This was two thousand six. So Twitter was. I think Twitter had four people on it, and two of those invented it. Um, okay, so it uh, I mean, yeah. all listeners, this is the segment that you should really you know, skip from <laughs> because now it's a history lesson. It's not really education anymore. <laughs> like, so that's so probably a good place 30s. to stop the Amir chat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So no, the uh, last I, thing I'll I, say about the Amir chat is that we're uh, next week, um, Tuesday coming up, is going to be Nathan Ashman, who's uh, going to be doing a chat on amplifying learning with GarageBand. Oh, and I don't know about you guys, but that's just hitting the right notes for me. There's just something about it. Oh, it's just, well. oh, it's, cool. it's really, it really just struck a chord. I thought we said no puns when we when we decided to do this chat. No, it's puns. like a second language with me, Matt. I can't hear. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, that I want to add something to the to to the social media, and and which is really weird for me. It's sparks, I would say, like a spark. So when um, I go on social media and I read something that uh, within the community where I am, if I'm in, uh, you know, the, uh, the Apple chat or EDU chat or whatever I am, I always see these brilliant things that's happening, both like uh, cool apps, just cool apps or something that someone else um, does. And that sparks something in me. So it's like, um, it makes me happy. 
which is maybe funny or stupid, but good to know. Uh, yes. so it's, <laughs> no, but you understand. Do you understand? Um, so it's you get like re-ignited um, in yeah. a way because mm-hmm. sometimes you 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 know it's a a grit working. And uh, but when I see that, it it makes me happy. It, it wants me to continue. And and uh, I think this is cool. You know, there are cool people out there. So that's why why I like social media in a way as well. Oh uh, yeah, that was uh, every everyone's like totally silent. I, I, I should stop talking. Like, right oh. now. So um, this is a good example from the first uh, episode. We're uh, gonna shape up a bit, maybe in the in the later episodes, and and try to get through the questions. But um, if you're listening, um, don't put too much hope into that because I think we're gonna you know just go off wherever we go. Okay. So uh, when we come back after this uh, lovely, uh, I don't know, jingle, we'll go to the Americas and then we'll see uh, if Matt has a jingle for his section. Oh, just wait. Oh, (laughs) cool. So are you ready, Kurt? Am I ready? Okay. On the other side. So I will will, uh, just uh, play something here in between. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll play a nice little song. Yeah, just for you, my love. Right, and on, on the other side of the ocean, um, happening at the um, 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, um, there's the, uh, the other Apple EDU chat for, uh, for the Americas. And um, last week it was uh, Kathy Yanka, which is uh, Matthew Kathy online, and then uh, Lisa Johnson, which is the tech chef for you. And um, one of their questions was... Um, what are some ways or tools you use to streamline and organize resources for students? Hmm. So I don't know, guys. What what are you using? That's a tough one. Uh, I know. I looked at I looked at all the questions. Like um, these girls made made a, a good work of it. Like very thoughtful questions. So and, it, and, with a, and if you're not from America or you live there, you you're allowed to answer. Yes, because it's okay. Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Globe. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. What you were you were thinking you had to like turn your firewall down for uh Yeah, for you need the VPN. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll change my Nord VPN into yeah, California or something. They think yeah. I'm a, a surfer No, boy. it's a, it's a it's a global community. So uh you, if you're up in Europe, you can uh you can answer the questions. Oh, that's great. I was just uh, answering uh, or asking for for I think it's a nine hour distance, a nine hour difference for you. I think no, uh, to California, yes, yeah, probably eight hours. So you yeah. can do it first thing in the morning. Yeah, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, do you have any answers for that, boys? Let's hear it. Matt, no. you want to go first? <laughs> well, <laughs> Martin has no. No, he can't. He can't. He's, yeah, he's, he's like, prepping. Oh, I'll, I'll remember that one. He's, he's prepping for uh, for the next part. Yeah, and, and it's getting late over there, so he might fall asleep. No. Uh, what do I use? Um, do you know what I? I still use iTunes U. I still use iTunes U to to, to help resort resource for my students it just it helps um gets everything in one place gives them a chance to to reflect on presentations i've done or, or web links to things that i want them to look at 
Um, you know, I've tried other things, tried other approaches. Um, but iTunes U just just makes things really simple. Certainly my students are, you know, they got their mobile devices and in lectures and um yeah. I mean we've toyed with making books. Um I've I've made a few uh, ebooks recently that just kind of sum up some of the stuff we do in lectures. Um but when you update it, you know, it takes a while that they've got to re-download a new book. iTunes U just sends them a message to say that there's something new in there. So yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I can't really find an alternative that does it as well. So, yeah, I have to go cool. with the answer that Mary Kemper gave. Um, like, and she literally um, at Apple Edu uh, numbers. Surprised, I love how I can provide clarity around the big picture and the learning experience using uh, shapes for visual images, audio buttons for explanations, media placeholders for students to respond. So many benefits. Hashtag Apple Edu. So. Um, I, I second that numbers uh, part where you can definitely create that structure. And um, now with all the media integrated and, and you guys, we've, we've tried this out when Padlet went paid. We yeah. had a look at, yeah. at numbers and the possibilities of that. Yeah, so, definitely. That's right. That's right. Both for students and teachers. I think that's a, a great use of spreadsheets. It is when you take out the idea that it's a spreadsheet. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. get that and realize well, actually it's not, is it? It's a place where I can kind of have lots of tabs of different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think when you when you when you look at it almost like a like a notebook style, where it's where it's got the the tabs become your organization yeah. folders, like we would do in the old kind of ring binders. That's when numbers kind of kind of comes into its own. Um, for me, our kids don't really have access to the our kids don't have access to the the um, the devices all the time. So I generally just uh, have it all stored within files on my device, um, and then I um, airdrop the resources to them oh. Uh, oh, I as thought, I see them. So Martin, I thought you had them in the shoebox. <laughs> no, no, that's 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 where I keep my other items. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but no, and. Um, yeah, I mean, for for me, just you know, ensuring. In, in I, I think one of the um, one of the apps that that we all kind of is, is still the value of is files, and the fact that files is a great way that we can quickly organize, we can tab it, we can categorize it, we can favorite it. You know, for me, it's having having my files organized means I can quick. I'm not having to go and hunt for a file. I know exactly where that work is getting organized. And it's the same when I'm getting the work in from the students for me to assess it or mark it. They're all organized with me within Classroom. I get the, the, the file airdropped in. And then as I'm getting the, the file saved to me, I've just got a folder created in, in files that is for that particular class and then subfolders that are all. So I'm, I'm, still, very much, uh, I'm still very much using the files app to sort of organize and and make sure that I know where all the work is and where Ma it's mine. Where any, it's always... any chance you could write a book on how to organize my files? Because oh, yeah. mine does not yeah. sound as organized as yours. I'll be honest. Yeah, absolutely. No, that, absolutely. that's don't you that's... just throw it all on your desktop? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's organized. It's yeah, organized definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. you install the newest lines, version. It's, it's well organized. But I was thinking, well, uh, when you use, what? for example, ITSU, you have a. Uh, um, like the thought of everything is stacked like uh, how you read a book actually which makes sense for a lot of people so it's easy to find if you're, it's not your own so yeah. that's why, what I love about it and that's where I think most of these things that uh, other people use it's, it's very hard to understand 
how the one that's creating it yeah. wants it to be. So let's say, Martin, in your case, you, you choose the file and then you send it. So it's very good. It's instant. It's, it's yeah. there. Uh, but let's say uh, if you have a system, there are many systems out there um, that are popular right now. But the, the only one that is from left to right and from up down is actually iTunes U, which mm-hmm. is the most common. So I always say uh, you need to have a spine for everyone to understand. So this is where I put my files together with actually how I teach. Yeah. And that's the most important thing for me. And I can't see any other systems. Like a blog, it's upside down. Everything yeah. goes on the top. And if I yeah. want to redo something, I have to scroll down to find. So it's very hard, actually, uh, that way to teach. And there's a lot of systems that are like that or like a file system. I won't say any apps right here, but there's a very popular app that starts. Uh, I won't say it. But anyway, so it's <laughs> like a file system. That's all the files are in a chunk. And it's quite hard. I'd love, I love that there are my ideas, my didactic thoughts and pedagogical hey, here, thoughts. Here's a statement. Like here's a statement. Someone okay, said to cool. me, um, I don't know, do you still make folders in your mailbox? Yes. No. So that no. person said to me, if you have a search engine in your mailbox, why do you keep a, um, a structure and a, and a folder if you can still find a back? I mean, there's two different things, I think, here. Because... Um, if if you're a teacher, for me, mm-hmm. it's very important to get across what I want them to do at the same time as I give them the content, whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, a file system or a, a mailbox or a search engine, um, everyone can do a search, but everyone don't do the search exactly the same. Correct. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So it, yeah. as long as it's my mail, that's fine. But if I, I'll tell you, Martin, I'll send you all my mails. <laughs> you get all my mails. And then I say, can you please do this? And then solve that problem and send it back to me. That's going to be awful for you. So that's why I think it's important that... And then this... we're not even talking about the language problem, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> or, you know. Okay, I'll I'll send you the ones that are very <laughs> visual. Oh, I think Anyways, I need yeah. another shoebox. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but that's I, that's kind of like you think? no, I I totally I totally agree. But I think this is why I think this is why I kind of like schoolwork because schoolwork is weird. I'm just kind of getting to grips with schoolwork as a way for me to organize work because schoolwork pulls from your files app if you allocate a file. Yeah. To, if you allocate a file to a class, then when they pull that file down, it automatically creates a folder in their in their iCloud Drive called um, called Schoolwork, and it organizes yeah. each of the subfolders in there. To and I think that's why I can I think that's why an app like Schoolwork kind of it, it works into my way of working compared to maybe others. You know, Matt's, yeah. I, I mean, I've seen Matt's iTunes U courses; they are excellent. They are completely they are a deep, comprehensive we with with like you say johan with you know it's sort of it's got a spine it's got sub spines it's got you know yeah. vertebrates it's got all of these different things that go with it and it's well organized and i think but what, i what, think that's why they did it school yeah, works yeah yeah for people that are not that organized uh in that way because yeah. people can be organized but then they give things out just like you do 
and then schoolwork is excellent mm -hmm. because it gives a structure actually where it it is none. Because as you give it out, you actually create a structure for everyone with the file. You pull the file and you say, "Okay, read this," mm -hmm. and that ends up in that section after the second le uh, lesson. Now it's the third lesson and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So actually it builds the structure that is comprehensible. I think, I think for me, I you just, just maintains that kind of historical aspect as well, you know, and, and yeah. the importance uh. for courses, my students, they, they're going to want to look back on things. And the way I sort of sell iTunes U to them is once, once you're in it as a student, it's yours forever. So when you're not a student in my uni anymore and you're a practicing teacher mm -hmm. so i'm updating that course because something's changed pedagogically or, or policy wise they get that update as well so they, they're kind of always still part of that student experience yeah and that that's kind of a thing for me in terms of that legacy of what we do in university to support our teachers is once you graduate you're still you're still kind of part of that that group so i love that too matt yeah. i'm actually an itsu guy as well yeah. so but uh kurt do you have any other answers so we bring some people in some more people in um i didn't i didn't find any um like answers to that um the other solution that i got was more back to like um desktops and and okay. um, lisa johnson one of the hosts has made um, different backgrounds where you can give that structure to organize your files a little bit better and, and then you can use shortcuts uh, however you want um, but just cleaning it up like that because I think if you've seen a lot of desktops you can just throw those <laughs> things in there and uh, I know that Apple is trying to help us um, with stacks. the yeah. newest Mac OS <laughs> yeah, system with the stacks, yeah. yeah stacking it all together um, I know from, from my principle that I had um everything was just on there he knew that everything was on there and i had one of those piles when i when i used to work as a student with paper um and then no one could touch that pile because i knew exactly what piece was what where was in it yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly i um, i'm currently don't looking at my desktop now and I, i'm <laughs> telling you now it says desktop i've got folders that are dated from when i last tidied the desktop so it's desktop thirteen. You get the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so you put everything in a folder. You get the cleanup. Desktop, top tidier, May 2018. My best one, new folder with items. Followed closely by new folder with items two. Two. Oh. Oh. That's how I'll give you a series. That's like a that's like a delve into your psyche right there. That is brilliant. Oh, scary! For that <laughs> yeah. one, you you can make a folder and dump everything in there to clean it up, and yeah. just call and it clean up. You... <laughs> no, 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 no. Cleaned wait, wait, up. Wait, 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 wait! Just grab everything, um, create a new folder, put it in the folder, and then um, get the info for the folder. And then at the top of the info screen, you have that little icon where you can change yeah. the um, the icon for your folder. Oh yeah! If you put if you put a, a one pixel in there. Um, then you create a um, a transparent background, and then you Ooh. won't see your folder anymore. And then yeah. if you double tap on the name of that folder, and you do a few tap on your space bar, um, then the, the folder is still there, and you know where it is exactly, but no one else sees it. No so one that's else a knows cleanup. How Ooh, that's nice. Ooh. Exactly. Yes. Right? Okay, 
There are there so many 14-year-old boys right now that are doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's we for uh, just Fortnite screenshots, right? <laughs> Fortnite screenshots, an, no? an age <laughs> limit on this one in iTunes, iTunes now. <laughs> or in Podcaster. It's like 18 plus or yeah. 21 plus. Yeah. That's the explicit tag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my no, God. I, th- I think to, to round it up, um, I, I just want to encourage people People just like uh, Martin said for the EMEA chats that uh, the Americas are having a chat on uh, Tuesday, February 5th next week at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, and there's been big buzz um, about it already. And the title is Creating a Coaching Culture in Your School. And mm. uh, Jordan Garrett and Cindy Cranell uh, okay. are going to host it. Cool. Um, nice. So if you can, join. If you can't, listen to last night's recap, and uh, we'll tell you all about what was happening. Ooh, on shameless show. plug. Love it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Questions with Matt. Woo! Okay. Oh, we can work, on, work on the jingle there, guys, but I don't think Do you want that in harmony? That last uh, one? Well, you, you tell me. I mean... <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah, let's try right. it again. Let's, 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 let's do that one again. more time. Let's try that for, again from the top. Right. Boop, 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 boop. Questions with Matt. 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 It's like a four-part harmony. That's it. Nailed <laughs> anyway, it. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's get into it. I mean, we've, we've been like asking questions of each other, talking about Apple Chats. And, you know, we, we know that the Everyone Can Create guides are out at the moment. And, and I want to know from our listeners, or I might say listener at this point. You know, let's, <laughs> let's, hope, hello, hello. let's hope someone else is out there. Thanks, <laughs> Mum. How are people using the Create guides to develop their own knowledge? You know, we talk about using it with children in school and stuff. But I want to know, you know, how people are using it to change their own practice. I, for one, am useless with GarageBand. Garage band, it depends on who we're listening to. Garage band or garage band, both the same things. Um, you know, yeah. I, I, I know how to how to make sounds, as you now know by my jingle. So, Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. I'd love to hear from our, our listeners on that. You know, what what what's changed in your own personal kind of development in terms of using the guides? Mm. And maybe you guys, what what do you, what have you guys done? Developed any skills? Or were you just all experts in the first place? Yeah, we're all experts, oh, actually. Yeah. Now, these yeah. guys wrote those books, no? <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is, um, uh, I'm getting into the photo one. So, you know. Nice. Because uh, I just that... did one today on video. That was nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, which cool. was, um, which is actually um, a little bit of a combination of the Today at Apple workshop, uh, and they had new workshops today, um, 31st of January, I think. Um, and that was Zach King, and um, oh, he's um, mm. at Final Cut King on uh, on Twitter, and um, and he's been doing this cool. jump cut for uh, for his, the rest of his life already. And um, it's it's really fun to see the things he can do. They're calling it um, little magic on your screen. So have a look. Yeah, at that's that. why you had it. Uh, the video in in yeah uh, yeah in the social media there. Exactly. Because it was exactly, exactly what he's doing. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. cool. That's nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's something that I think a lot of people uh, would would go into actually and use them because they're so easy to use. Yeah, and I think I just I just want to kind of hear how people have you know 
even the people that use technology quite a lot, you know, how they, they've even inspired them to do a little bit more. I mean, for me, yeah. uh, I I haven't used the, the music one because I, I make a lot of music myself from before. Oh, okay. But anyways, what I was going to say is that if I ever have a keynote that I need to do where I need music, you know, in my films or videos that I, I, I make or, or screen captures or whatever, I always go to GarageBand and I start with the iPad and very fast I have like a, my own song. And I know that everything that's in that keynote is actually mine, yep. which is quite cool. And you can do it really fast and it makes uh, a bit different. So it's not like silence in a video because uh, it, it enhances actually everything quite quite well. So I'll, um, I'll recommend the, the GarageBand one actually for people mm. if you like I mean, that. I might even up my jingle cool. to do oh. that in GarageBand. <laughs> Definitely. Because that one before, that... by the way, if I just say, that was just all my voice. That was no. no was it? No. Yeah, so no, I thought that was that a was live loop. Oh. Oh. You're amazing, man. Just like, <laughs> I'm just. I'm. I'm. Forward. I think the only a, the one I, thing it um, does is um yeah. in, is it gets you to create your own materials instead of ripping them from the internet, which yeah. is wrong, by the way. Yeah. Uh, is it? Right? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, in my own personal opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me Public too. Actually. Don't quote me. Public health Don't announcement. Me. Don't <laughs> rip off the internet. <laughs> exactly. No, that's true. Uh, use Creative Commons or make it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Make it yourself, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, just to sort of round out the, the four of us chatting about that, for me, it's um, I've always liked to draw. Um, and have had various success with it, but the um, the progression stuff within the drawing, um, everyone can draw one, is just absolutely uh, tremendous. And I've tried to use that to kind of up my skills. I've always had a kind of category that I would draw within, and I've, I wouldn't always go and maybe draw nature or draw landscapes or draw things like that, but I've tried to delve into still something that I like to do, which is draw, but not something that I've always drawn, which is where I'm kind of coming out my comfort zone and kind of going pushing myself to learn how to draw things that I'm not oh that's brilliant doing. so that's been a, a sort nice of a big, do you a use it in your teaching as well or what I do yeah we um we recently just with two of the classes that I teach um or the two of the year groups that I teach we've just recently taken um ownership of uh, some pencils uh, some apple pencils so we try to I now try to make sort of the best use of, oh, out, cool. of those uh, wherever we go and I'm kind of in a a, a a comfortable position within school that I can delve into any oh, particular nice. area so um, we just had St Andrew's Day just around the same time that America had um, oh, cool. Thanksgiving so we did a, a cross-curricular project with a, with a school in America where we did everything on St Andrew's Day we, we had the kids produce a, an EPUB on St Andrew's Day and the history of St Andrew's Day but instead of adding in images of St Andrew oh, nice. we drew them so they, they, they drew portraits of St. Andrew and pictures of St. Andrew and they included their own kind of creative part of that. So I was, I was really chuffed. But with I'm thinking, I'm hang think, on, well, oh, sorry. Hang on, I've got to say, I don't want to get all militant in this section, but this <laughs> section is questions with Matt. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so, you have another so, question. Sorry, Matt. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, I don't. But I just want to bring up the fact that, Johan, you asked a question. And that's not the way this oh, section see? works. I'm just, we need a I big buzzer. Like, like, let's just... Let's start as we mean to go on. Is questions with Matt? Yes, and then next week we get the, the jingle. Answer. Says it. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
yeah, yeah. Suddenly, just got awkward here. There's got to be a rule somewhere. Suddenly, just got awkward here, man. You know, Johan controls the button that says "finish recording," right? <laughs> yeah, I can. I can pull you off. It's like that. Mister. You know, it's that that show with the with the Whoa. chair, and if the chair pulls just... back, you're gone. Exactly. That's it. So next, Matt, next week's episode, Matt's not here. Sorry, but <gasps> Matt. Yes. So <laughs> I want to answer your question. What, what do, do I, I do? do then, your one? <gasps> so we 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 want to we want to get some some audience participation now. So um, you know there are opportunities for you guys to reach out to us. Um, we have a Twitter handle that you can engage with us with um and it'd be great to, to get your responses to some of our chat today um you can tweet us at last recap um and you know we'd love to hear from you and then maybe one of your questions could be on next week's questions with matt nice so they can both answer your question and give you and we would love to have them field some questions themselves. so let's if, open if up this section. Matt, this could be the so if section. If you're not actually a host here called yeah. Johan, you're allowed to ask questions in yeah. Matt's question. There's, okay. There are rules, Johan. We, we can uh, this off air. This is, this is questions this with is Matt. True. Okay. We could call it questions with Matt and Johan. I, no, no I don't. I want to. I, I love it. I, I, I love it when no, Matt no. gets stared. You just want to <laughs> have questions from people so you can actually put them forward as your own. Is that true? Yeah, story of my life. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> Isn't that what we do? That makes us look smart. Yeah. Oh, cool. it's true. It's so you figured it out, guys. Rumble. figured it out. The four horsemen. <laughs> you know, Armageddon is coming. Uh, so are we, going, are we going with questions with Matt or question Matt? Ooh. Ooh. I think questions with Matt. I mean, I've done the jingle. Questions I love that. Matt. Yeah. Oh, I, I, actually, I like it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you've, you've recorded. I know I like this as a pilot episode, but some things are just set in stone. They, they, there's yeah. no need to change them. <laughs> and I like you can't, you can't ask You can't ask that question, Martin, because it's questions no. with yeah, Matt, and I now might. you ask the question. Oh, so crap, I can't. I, I know. I to the conversation with Johan about questions. <laughs> yeah, so it's questions only with me. Matt. Mine was me. a question for Matt. <laughs> but I mean, it can go both ways, because it's just questions with Matt. I don't so do that, I don't know, man. Anyway, so if you can also actually uh, tweet us ourselves. So the best is at last recap, uh, of course, if you want to um, get in contact or you have any comments, uh, only send us nice comments. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, and if you have questions, but you can also actually tweet us and uh, we'll bring it with us next time. And Matt, what's your handle? At Matt6453. And Martin? mcoots81 that's c-o-u-t-t-s mm. kurt i am at mr kurt and that's oh like God. mr but then with a double e in the middle instead of the i oh cool and i am at anderson underscore edu so that's how you get hold of us when we're not here um so what what what's last thoughts guys actually because this is um we're waiting for uh martin's rap <laughs> rap oh, oh, God. Are you eating rap? 
wrap and it. I actually yeah, wrap you it. have to wrap the last thing because you made fun of my <sighs> lost in translation. <laughs> actually, guys, I, I wrote all you know this, the different points, bullet points that we needed for this podcast, and I said wrap up without a W. And who do you think is on me? The first thing he can, <laughs> and he's. His, I, thought his, honest, I thought it was an honest. I thought it was an honest question. Joe, right? He can't even spell English. Anymore, <sighs> so what, what? What do you say? <laughs> so let's hear the rap now because you made fun of me. I did. So you'll back up now and give us some gas. This mic is hot, and we're about to podcast. Matt is Welsh. Johan is Swedish. Kurt's from Belgium, and I'm getting squeamish. Ooh. <laughs> That's about as far as I can go. That, on one, uh, you know, I'm tear, tear eyed. I'm, I'm, I mean, I can't really express myself here. <laughs> I like to, I like to bring out the emotions in my audience. You're brilliant. Anger or hate it tends to be the the two that I mostly get. <laughs> You're cool. So, thank you all for listening, uh, or the one uh, Martin's mum that actually <laughs> listened. But uh, we're all saying uh, thank you. Uh, I am Johan, who's there. I was Kurt. And? Oh. I was Martin. You're brilliant with these uh, wrap-ups. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Bye, bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.